0: Hello and thank you for logging on to The Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I am your host, Connor, and this week marks the start of our review of the new set, BT4 Great Legend. There is a lot to get through, so we are going to be splitting our review into multiple episodes, and I will let you know how that is going to work in just a second. Before that, though, we are now just days away from the official English release of BT4 Great Legend, And as is tradition for the Memory Gauge podcast, I will be doing a set release live stream. Don't forget to tune in on Friday, June 11th, starting at 7pm Central US Time, which is 10am on Saturday, June 12th, for my fellow Australians. This coming weekend, as of this recording, I will be live streaming a box opening of a booster box of great legend. As always... I will be giving away the contents of one booster pack I opened to a lucky viewer chosen at random, and I will also be giving away a set of all six promo pack version 0.0 cards. Agumon, Biomon, Gabumon, Gomamon, Pardamon, and Gatomon. Make sure you're tuned in to twitch.tv slash ConnorEFMG. We always have a great time opening packs and talking everything the Digimon card game. So that is Friday, June 11th, 7pm Central US Time. Hope to see you there now for our main topic and it is that time again set review time bt4 great legend is finally here and we have plenty of new cards and even some new mechanics to get through and not only that but alongside great legend we're getting three new starter decks With Special Booster version 1.0 we got Gaia Red, Kokytus Blue and Heaven's Yellow starter decks and now with Great Legend we're getting the other three colours, green, purple and black. That is a lot of new cards to get through. So to make it a bit easier we will be splitting our review into three parts. This week I'm going to cover the new red, blue and yellow cards from Great Legend as well as giving an overview of the new mechanics from the set next week on the official release weekend i will cover the green purple black and white cards from the great legend set and then the week after that we will go over three new starter decks that is three whole weeks of new card review content we have a crazy amount to get through so we had better get started just two caveats before we begin first These are, of course, just my opinions. If you like a card and I don't like it, that's great. If you don't like a card that I do like, that's great too. I can only discuss these cards based on my own biases and experience, and yours will naturally be different to mine. It's what makes playing this game so much fun. Otherwise, we would all just play the same list of the same deck. And finally, I will not be discussing every card in detail. If I tried to do that, by the time we finished, the next set would be out. And besides, I think part of the fun of opening up booster packs from a new set is the thrill of discovery, and I don't want to completely take that away. So I'll be discussing cards that I think are interesting, or which I think are important to existing or new archetypes, but I may skip over some cards that I don't think merit a full discussion. Apologies if I skip over your favourite new cards. Before we get into specific cards, we will need to talk about the new mechanics from this set. It is a very exciting time because we're getting two new keyword mechanics as well as a new mechanic that's not keyword. So let's jump in. Our first new keyworded mechanic is called DigiBurst. So DigiBurst is always templated with a timing and a number. So you might have main DigiBurst 2, and this effect reads as follows. DigiBurst 2. Trash two of this Digimon's Digivolution cards to activate the effect below and then beneath the keyword there will be an effect that you can trigger. So during the specified timing, main or whenever it might be, you can trash the required number of Digivolution cards and activate the effect. You have to trash that number of cards. If you don't have two Digivolution cards under your Digiburst Digimon and it specifies Digiburst 2, you can't activate the effect. It's important to note some digiburst effects will have different timing. You might see when digivolving digiburst, for example. And unfortunately, the ruling is even if you have enough digivolution cards to activate the digiburst effect multiple times, you can only activate a when digivolving digiburst once per digivolution. Excitingly though, if a main Digiburst doesn't specify once per turn, and you have enough Digivolution cards, you can activate it multiple times during your main phase. This is a pretty cool mechanic, it encourages you to digivolve up through your chain, and it gives you a bit more control over when you're triggering certain effects. And from a design standpoint, I also like how open ended this keyword is, it feels like there's a lot of cool things that could be done in the future with Digiburst. Now our second new keyword is Rush, and Rush is a lot simpler than Digiburst. Rush reads, this Digimon can attack the turn it comes into play, that's nice and simple. Usually a Digimon can't attack the first turn it comes into play, but Rush lets you ignore that rule and get an attack in straight away. But please note that if playing or digivolving the Digimon with Rush causes the memory counter to be set to one or higher on your opponent's side, then your Rush Digimon won't still be able to attack because the turn will pass over before you get a chance. And it's also worth noting, if your Digimon with Rush, Digivolves into a Digimon without Rush, then it can't still attack on the turn it comes into play. The Rush effect doesn't carry over. This is a classic kind of trading card game mechanic that I'm really glad to see make its way into Digimon. I love an aggressive strategy and Rush plays into that nicely. It makes giving your opponent a large amount of memory even more dangerous because you're potentially opening yourself up to an attack out of nowhere, even if your opponent has an empty board. And finally, our last new mechanic isn't a keyword, but it is still really interesting, and it opens up a lot of new gameplay lines. We're starting to get some Digimon that can Digivolve, from your tamer cards so there are a few cards in this set with effect text that reads you may digivolve this card from your hand onto one of your red tamers as if the tamer is a level three digimon now obviously the specified color will change from digimon to digimon but the core effect is the same for certain digimon your tamers can now act as level three digimon this is a really weird effect sort of lore wise And the way that it works in the game. Tamers generally have continuous effects. So making the decision to digivolve your tamer and lose that effect could be a tough one. But if you have multiple copies of, for example, a memory tamer that otherwise just has an on-play ability, like Davis Motomia, you don't need multiple Davis Motomia on board once they're on board. So the option to digivolve one of them into a body on board, rather than just being that redundant effect, could be really nice. And there are also Digimon in the set that care about you having a tamer in their Digivolution card, so you should keep an eye out for those. One thing that I like about this effect is that it improves your Digivolution consistency without you having to put just an unwieldy number of level 3s in your deck, because your tamer slots can now also act as level 3 slots in a lot of cases, lowering the chances that you get stuck with a dud rookie-less hand. I'm a big fan of having consistency in a deck, so that aspect of this effect is quite nice and I can't wait to play around with it. So now that we know the new effects in the set, we can move on to the individual cards, starting with red. So in Great Legend, red has Digiburst support, it has support for new hybrid form cards, as well as plenty of cards that care about having Greymons on the field. We first have a new level 2 to look at, and every colour is getting one new Digitama in this set, one new level 2. I like having a lot of choices for Digitama, so I am always pleased to see new ones. So let's get into it. Red's new level 2 is called Sakutomon. Sakutomon has, when attacking once per turn, if this Digimon is level 7, gain one memory. Now, there's only two new level 7s in Great Legend, and neither of them Digivol from Red. So primarily, this is new support for Lordmon and Omnimon Red archetypes. I think that in those archetypes, I like this current better than our current Red level 2 options. None of the current level 2s. Most of the current level 2s just give extra DP, and your level 7s tend to be stronger than anything else on the board anyway. And even in the mirror match scenario, red tends to have enough DP buffing that you're not going to mix the extra 1000 DP from your Digitama. That said, Sakudamon only has an effect while your Digimon is at level 7, and otherwise it's just a dud card. So if you're in a de- dedicated Omnimon Red or a Lordmon deck, you might consider playing this, but it definitely doesn't belong outside those decks. Now, from level 2 to level 3, first up we have a new Argumon. Argumon is a 3 cost 2000 DP level 3. It costs 0 to Digivolve, it has no main effect, and it has an inheritable effect which reads Your turn. When this card is trashed due to activating this card's Digiburst, Return this card to its owner's hand. Now, I love this effect. If you're planning to use DigiBurst effects, you're going to want to run this card. Getting to reuse a level 3 is great, it can stop you from stalling out, and reusing your cards is a form of card advantage that helps us get ahead of our opponents. It's also worth noting that every colour gets a version of this card with the same stats and same effect, except for yellow. Now I won't go over each one individually, they're functionally the same card, so consider this also to be my review of Gaomon, Lalamon, Sunarizamon and Ghostmon as well. Next on our list of level 3's is Flame Mon. Flame Mon costs 3 to play, 0 to digivolve, it has 2000 DP and it has no inheritable effect but it does have an on play effect which reads, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. Add one Digimon card with hybrid in its form and or one red Tamer card among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards on the bottom of your deck in any order. Now we've seen previously that this kind of draw filtering effect can be quite good. It can help to smooth out your draws and your curve and it can help you to find the pieces that you need when you need them. We've seen cards in 1.5 that care about Digimon type, now we're getting cards that care about form, specifically looking for cards that have the word hybrid in that black bar beneath their name. Hybrids also tend to be the Digimon that either digivolve from your tamers or care about having tamers in their Digivolution cards. So if you're building a deck that cares about digivolving from tamers, you will probably want to include Flamemon. And with that, we're done with the new red level 3s we're going to talk about. So now let's take a look at the new level 4s. First up is Agunimon. Agunimon costs 5 to play, 2 to digivolve. It has 5000 DP and no inheritable effect. But it is a hybrid form, so Flamemon can search it up. And Agunimon also has the text, You may digivolve this card from your hand onto one of your red tamers, as if the tamer is a level 3 digimon. Argunimon is going to be very useful if you need to have hybrids or tamers as digivolution cards to get some effects. And everything I said earlier about being able to digivolve from a tamer applies to a Goonimon. It's a bit disappointing that it has no other effects, but in the right deck its tamer digivolution effect is probably enough. And we'll note here that blue has a functionally identical card, Lobomon, which has the same effect and the same stats, so you can consider this my review of Lobomon as well. Now next up is our first Digiburst card, Geo GeoGreymon Geo Greymon costs 5 to play, 2 to digivolve, it has 5000 dp. It has no inheritable effect, but it does have a main effect which reads main, digiburst to delete one of your opponent's Digimon with 4000 dp or less. So if you fully digivolve from a level 2 all the way up to GeoGreymon, then you can activate this effect once. It isn't a bad effect, removing most level 3s and even some level 4s. And I also like that the Digi Burst lets us control when the effect happens. We don't have to use it straight away. We can keep it on the board. Up until now, most effects like this have occurred on play or on Digivolution. So if our opponent has no viable targets, we just waste the effect when putting the card down, or they occur when attacking, meaning we have to put our Digimon at risk in order to get the effect, but having this effect on Digiburst means that we can hold it back, make our opponent afraid to play down a Digimon with 4000 dp or less because they know it's going to be removed. Effects like this, that you can hold over your opponent, sometimes end up being better than the same effect on an option card or on an on play effect, because if we make our opponent play around it, it's almost like we get the effect multiple times. Now our last red level 4 is Burning Greymon. Burning Greymon costs 6 to play, 3 to digivolve, which is a bit expensive for a level 4, and it has 6000 DP. Burning Greymon, like a Goodymon, is a hybrid form and it can digivolve onto a red tamer as if it was a level 3 Digimon. But unlike a Goodymon, Burning Greymon has another effect, which reads your turn This Digimon gets plus 3000 DP. So, on your turn, Burning Greymon will be a 9000 DP level 4. What is nice about being able to Digivolve onto a Tamer is that if the Tamer has been on your field since the last turn, then the Digimon you Digivolve onto it can attack straight away. So Burning Greymon can be a great surprise attack on an unsuspecting opponent, taking out an opposing Digimon or attacking their security and getting over most blockers by virtue of being more powerful. This is a fine card, but I do think it needs to be put in the right deck for it to really be worthwhile. Now on to the level 5s, and our first red level 5 is Volkdramon. Volkdramon costs 7 to play, 3 to Digiball, It has 7,000 DP, no main effect, but its inheritable effect reads security attack plus 1. Oh, love it. This is another card that leans into red's ability to swing for multiple security cards at a time. It's nice to see another generic addition, because in 1.5 we got a couple of cards that gave extra security attacks as Inheritables, but only if the Digimon above was a level 7. With Voltramon, we've got another option for our red decks that top out at level 6. Now the first direction that this pulls me in is a WarGreymon deck, and at first I thought that WarGreymon from 1.0 would be good, because that has security attack plus 1 on the 10 it comes down anyway, and it doesn't activate option cards from security. but I think the more fun but way less reliable way to go might be to use the starter deck WarGreymon which gets security attack plus one for every two Digivolution cards it has. So with a full Digivolution chain that includes the starter deck Greymon as well as Voltramon, the starter deck WarGreymon will check the full five security when it attacks, taking out your all your opponent's security in one swing. Now obviously that is wishful thinking. But Valkdramon is still a nice redundancy for extra security attack effects, and if that's something your deck needs plenty of access to, you want to consider this card. Now if you'll excuse me, I think I need to start building a Wargreymon deck. Our next level 5 is Aldamon. Aldamon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7000 DP, and it has no inheritable effect, but it does have some main effects. First, it has security attack plus 1. Secondly, it has your turn. While this Digimon's Digivolution cards include a Digimon with Hybrid in its form or a Red Tamer card it gets, plus 4000 DP, putting it up to 11000. This is another card for the Red Hybrid deck. This can be a pretty large level 5 if it's set up correctly with the Tamer or a Hybrid Digivolution card. Back in the 1.0 days, I used to run Metal Tyrannomon at level 5 to get 10,000 DP, and that had no effects. 11,000 DP trades with many level 6s, and at that power level, Security Attack plus 1 is likely going to take 2 security cards. It's also worth noting, Aldermon itself is a hybrid, and it can be searched up by Flamemon. I like Aldermon a lot, I think it's a lot of fun, and in the right deck it is a powerful level 5. Now, our last level 5 in red is Rise Greymon. Rise Greymon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve from either a red or a yellow Digimon. It has 7000 DP and it has both inheritable and main effects. Its first main effect reads, Your turn. This Digimon is also treated as yellow. Now, we've seen this effect before and it is a really interesting one. It opens up your deck building choices. For those who listened to our color corrections episode, Rise Greymon can very nicely fill out our level 5 slots in our red Shine Greymon deck. Rise Greymon's second main effect reads, Main Digiburst 2, you may play a red or yellow Tamer card with a play cost of 4 or less from your hand without paying its memory cost. That is pretty powerful, and to see why, let's compare it to the yellow Rise Greymon from Special Booster version 1.5. That Rise Greymon also lets you play a Tamer for free, but there are some differences. Firstly, the yellow Rise Greymon doesn't stipulate a cost, so it can play any yellow Tamer card, although it has to be yellow. The Red Rise Greymon can only play a Tamer that costs 4 or less, but that Tamer does activate its on-play effects, while the Yellow Rise Greymon specifically stops the Tamer from activating its on-play effects. The other main difference is that Yellow Rise Greymon's effect happens on Digivolution, so while you don't need to trash any Digivolution cards, it can only happen at that moment And if you don't have a tamer card in hand, then you forfeit the free play. But with the Red Rise Greymon, you can hold on to the effect if you don't have a tamer in hand, and you can activate it when you do draw a tamer. This is potentially a new card for Yellow Shine Greymon, and it can also do work in a hybrid-based deck, putting down another tamer to Digivolve from. Now we come to the new level 6s, and first up is Spinomon which has some fantastic art by Kazumasa Yasukuni, by the way. Spinomon costs 10 to play, just 2 to Digivolve, which is a great rate for a level 6. It has 10,000 DP, and it has a main effect which reads, your turn, this Digimon gets plus 3,000 DP. So on your turn, Spinomon has a huge 13,000 DP at the expense of being underpowered on your opponent's turn. This brings to mind Phoenixmon from the Red Starter deck, which had similar stats, but that had a flat 12,000 DP. Now Phoenixmon became a staple level 6 in Red Omnimon because not only was it a big beater, so it was just good to have, but it was also very cheap to Digivolve onto and got you to Omnimon that much quicker. Spinomon is another tool in the Omnimon Red Toolbox if you're just trying to turbo up to Omnimon as quickly as possible. It can also be a big top-end beater by itself. I don't think Spidomon's going to be headlining any decks anytime soon, but it can be a powerful tool. Next up is Victory Greymon. This is 11 to play, 4 to Digivolve, which is on the higher end for a level 6, and 12,000 DP. Victory, Greymon has when Digivolving Digiburst 2 delete one of your opponent's Digimon with 8,000 DP or less. Now this is an interesting one because at level six it is possible to have four Digivolution sources, which would be enough to activate a Digiburst 2 effect twice. But because this is on the when Digivolution when Digivolving timing, you can only activate the effect once. So it feels a bit inconsistent in that way. Deleting an 8000 DP or less Digimon can be good, you can get rid of most level 4s and 3s and many level 5s, and especially if you're on the play, you can get to your Victory Greymon first and take out your opponent's Digimon before they hit level 6, but once that's done all you've got is a big level 6 beta, and you can get that for cheaper than a 4 Digivolution cost. If removing an opposing Digimon and Digivolving something into a 12000 DP beta is worth 4 memory and 2 Digivolution sources to you, maybe you're playing lots of cheap Digimon that don't have Victory Greymon will be worth it. Finally, we have Shine Greymon. Yes, it's in red. I was very prescient. 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve from a red or a yellow Digimon and 11,000 DP. Shine Greymon also has your turn when one of your red or yellow tamers is suspended. This Digimon gains security attack plus 1. Now, this could be a good alternate level 6 to include in your standard Yellow Shine Greymon decks. Shine Greymon Yellow already suspends Yellow Tamers to activate its Digivolving effect, which synergizes nicely with Shine Greymon Red's effect, since that will cause Shine Greymon Red to get Security Attack plus 1. But I think that this could also head a deck by itself. And to get an idea of the power level of this red Shine Graymon, I did a search on digimoncard.dev for red and yellow tamers that can suspend themselves. So we don't have to rely on any other effects to get that Shine Graymon security attack going. There are two tamers from BT4 that fit the bill Ty Kamiya and Marcus Damon. And we'll cover each of those in more detail later. But Ty is a three-cost yellow tamer that can be suspended when you drop an opponent's Digimon DP to zero, something that we'll do in yellow, but won't be able to do if we build an exclusively red Shine Greymon deck. And Marcus is a memory tamer that can suspend itself when a Digimon with Greymon in its name attacks to gain you a memory, which is obviously a great fit with Shine Greymon Red because it has Greymon in its name, so you can use the effect. But I think the real sleeper hit here is a tamer from all the way back in 1.0 that I had not thought of as very strong until now and which might well be the best card in a shine grave on red deck, Sora Takanoichi. For those who might not remember this card, Sora is a 3 cost red tamer that has your turn when one of your red Digimon attacks a player, you may suspend this tamer to give that Digimon plus 2000 DP for the turn. So with just one Sora on the field, you can give Shine Greymon 13,000 DP and security attack plus one. Plus, if you have multiple Sora and some other red Digimon, you can give Shine Greymon even more security attacks. It is important to know, however, that if you suspend multiple Tamers at the same time, Shine Greymon only gets one extra security attack, so do keep that in mind. I wasn't that keen on Shine Greymon coming into this set, but seeing the synergy between it and Sora, I may take a second look at it as a deck. Finally, rounding out our new Red Dead Digimon, we have my personal favorite Digimon of the set because I love Red Digimon, and this is Ancient Greymon. Ancient Greymon costs 12 to play, 5 to Digivolve, which is definitely on the upper end for a level 6. And it has 13,000 DP, and it, that's quite strong, and it has two effects. Firstly, Ancient Greymon has, your turn, for each Digimon card in this Digimon's Digivolution cards with Greymon in its name, other than Doru Greymon, Burning Greymon, or Dex Doru Greymon, or Hybrid in its form, this Digimon gains Security Attack plus one. It also has, on deletion, you may play one red level 4 or lower Digimon with Hybrid in its form from your hand without paying its memory cost. Now... There's a lot to unpack there, so let's take it one piece at a time. In that first effect, Ancient Greymon specifies for each Digimon in this Digimon's Digivolution cards with Greymon in its name, other than Doru Greymon, Burning Greymon, or Dex Doru Greymon. And this is because the Japanese version of the game, those Digimon... The ones let named here don't have the Japanese equivalent of Greymon in their name. They're not actually Greymon in Japanese. So to make the effects line up between versions of the game, they had to specify in the English version that those named Digimon didn't count as having Greymon in their name. The only one we have to worry about is Burning Greymon, because there's no Dex or Doru Dex Greymon in the game at present, and luckily, the effect also specifies Digivolution cards with Hybrid in their forms, which Burning Greymon does have, so you can still include that card in your Ancient Greymon deck. Now security attack plus one is always great, the fact that you can stack it multiple times is even better, and for those wondering, I did some maths, the maximum amount you can get from just Ancient Greymon's effect, no other effects, is currently security attack plus three with the perfect stack, flamemon is a level three since that is a hybrid, and then a greymon or a hybrid at level four, and a greymon or a hybrid at level five, plus The Greymon from the Gaia Red starter deck also gives security attack plus one, so with a perfect stack, Ancient Greymon could have security attack plus four, which means it takes out your opponent's whole security in just one attack. This this is why I love red. Now obviously that's really wishful thinking, but it shouldn't be hard in red to get Ancient Greymon up to at least security attack plus two with a DP boost, which is a pretty significant attacker. Ancient Greymon's second ability is also really nice because it lets you put another body on board in the event that you lose your Ancient Greymon and you can even get a jump on your Digivolution chain if it's a level 4. It has to be a hybrid, but with three current options in red at level 4 or lower, Flamemon, Ogunimon, and Burning Greymon, you should be able to take advantage of this effect fairly often. You've just got to make sure to hold a hybrid back in your hand once you drop Ancient Greymon as a contingency. Now, I love this card. It does everything I want to be doing in red, and I cannot wait to play with it, and I really, really hope that I pull a bunch of them. Now from Digimon to Tamers, in great legend every colour is getting one new tamer. Reds is Marcus Damon. Marcus costs 4 to play and he is a memory tamer meaning he has the effect start of your turn if you have 2 memory or less, set your memory to 3. That helps with consistency of your plays and it stops memory choking. And he also has your turn when one of your Digimon with Greymon in it's name attacks other than Doro Greymon, Burning Greymon, or Dex Doro Greymon, you may suspend this Tamer to gain one memory. Now, I quite like this effect. Red has a lot of Greymon, so it should be pretty easy to get value out of this. And four memory per turn, remember Marcus sets you to three, regardless of what's going on. That's quite good, letting you make some powerful plays. Naturally, you're going to want to play this in Shine Greymon Red because it can be activated when Shine Greymon attacks to both gain a memory and give Shine Greymon security attack plus one. I think this is a solid card, you just need to make sure you're playing enough Greymon that you want to attack with for it to be worth it. Finally we have the new red option cards. Red, blue and yellow are each getting three new option cards in Great Legend and red has some really cool ones. First up, Atomic Inferno. Atomic Inferno costs one to play so you'll always be able to play it and hold the turn and it has a lot of effects. Its main effect reads, main, one of your Digimon with hybrid in its form gets plus 3000 DP, security attack plus 1, and your turn, when this Digimon is blocked, gain 3 memory for the turn. This card pairs fantastically with Aldemon, which is a hybrid which already has Security Attack plus 1 and the potential to have 11,000 DP on your turn. So Atomic Inferno turns Aldermon into Security Attack plus 2, 14,000 DP attacker at level 5, and your opponent is really going to have to weigh the pros and cons of attacking since you're going to get an extra, of blocking, sorry, since you'll get an extra 3 memory if they do. That's a huge tempo swing in your favour. Atomic Inferno also has a cool security effect which reads all of your Digimon get security attack plus one until the end of your next turn. I love this effect. It can really swing games and it means that your opponent had better be confident of winning on their turn or having a way to block your attacks when they choose to attack your security if you're running this card. Overall, this is a big swingy card that I am a huge fan of. One memory means you've always got the option to play this on your turn and the effect can be huge if you're set up for it. The only downside is the limited number of hybrid cards to choose as targets, but it could be fun in a big swingy Aldamon deck though. Next up, we have Heir of Dragons. This is a three memory option and it reads Main, Trigger, Draw 2. Then, if one of your Digimon has Greymon or Dramon in its name, other than Doru Greymon, Burning Greymon, or Dex Doru Greymon, delete one of your opponent's Digimon with 4000 DP or less. Additionally, Air of Dragons' security effect activates its main effect. Now, drawing two cards is quite powerful. We've seen similar effects before, but they often have drawbacks, like forcing you to discard a card. Three memory does often represent your whole turn, but the option to reload your hand when you really need to can be quite nice, especially if you're stuck for Digivolutions. And again, red has heaps of Greymon and Dramon that can cause this card's second effect to trigger, which lifts it from passable, in my mind, to good. I think that if this card's security effect just added it to your hand it wouldn't be a good card but the chance to draw two cards for free off of a security check and maybe even delete a rookie in the process is quite tempting. If you find yourself running out of cards in your hand this might be an option card to consider. Now our final option card in red is Trident Revolver. This card costs 6 to play, and it has main delete one of your opponent's Digimon with 6000 DP or less. Then you may play one Tamer card with a play cost of 4 or less from your hand without paying its memory cost. I like this card, especially in a Shine Greymon Red deck, and if you're set up for it, this can create a great tempo change in a game. You remove an opponent's Digimon before it becomes a big threat, and you get a card onto the board that will stay there permanently. One of the main issues with option cards in Digimon is that having a permanent effect on the board is generally better than most one-off effects. Trident Revolver gets part of the way to solving that by giving you a strong one-off effect, as well as letting you play any tamer in the game to the board for free. And I do mean any tamer in the game. Trident Revolver doesn't specify a color, and there are currently no tamers that cost more than four, so Trident Revolver's legal targets are currently Any table you want, great for sealed obviously, but also good if you're in the habit of mixing colours like I am. Next up we have our new blue cards. Like red, blue has digiburst support and hybrid support cards. Blue also is getting more cards that trash your opponents digivolution cards, building that effect out as a viable deck focus. First, we have Blue's new level 2, Bukamon. Bukamon has, when attacking, trash the bottom Digivolution card of one of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon. This seems like a really specific effect, it's limited in what it can target. I choose, though, to view it as anti Digiburst tech. Most level 4s with Digiburst need to trash two Digivolution cards, so trashing one of their cards stops them from being able to Digiburst at all. Depending on how prevalent Digiburst becomes, this might end up being a strong effect. Bukamon also supports the Digivolution card trashing archetype giving any of your Digimon the ability to trash Digivolution cards. I still think Upamon is probably the best overall blue level 2 but in a dedicated deck Bukamon could do work. Now on to the level 3's and we have just one level 3 to talk about today since Gaomon is functionally identical to Agumon and Sangomon is nothing we haven't seen before. Strabimon is very similar to Flamemon from Red Strabimon costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve It has 2000 DP And it has revealed the top 3 cards of your deck Add 1 Digimon card with Hybrid in its form And or 1 Blue Tamer card among them to your hand Place the remaining cards on the bottom of your deck in any order Blue Also has a number of hybrid cards and if you're playing a blue hybrid deck you will want Strabimon. Everything I said about Flamemon applies here. And don't forget that Strabimon and Flamemon both search for tamers as well as hybrids. And if tamers are really important to your strategy it could be worth playing Strabimon as a tech level 3 even if you don't have hybrid Digimon to also search up. Now straight from level 3 to level 4, first we have Galgamon. Galgamon costs 5 to play, 2 to digivolve. it has 5000 dp and it has main. Digiburst 2, draw 1. I like this effect, more draw is always nice, especially when it doesn't cost you anything to do. If you don't have vital inheritables in your early stages, Galgamon is great incidental draw. And when you pair it with Galmon it can also be a great way to put a level 3 back into your hand. I think this is a solid effect and it's going to go well in many decks. Now since Lobomon is functionally identical to Argunimon, our last blue level 4 is Kendo Gururumon. Kendo Garurumon costs 6 to play, 3 to Digivolve, it has 6,000 DP and it's got two effects. Firstly, it has you may Digivolve this card from your hand onto one of your blue tamers as if that tamer is a level 3 Digimon. We've already talked plenty about this effect, I won't repeat myself here. Secondly, Kendo Garurumon has, when attacking, return one of your opponent's level 3 Digimon to its owner's hand. Trash the Digivolution cards of that Digimon. So you can get some chip security damage in as well as setting your opponent back. This effect isn't as good as outright deleting the Digimon and in fact sometimes you don't want to attack with Kenogururumon because giving your opponent a level 3 back to their hand is actually worse for you than just having it on the field. But sometimes you just need to set your opponent back a turn and Kenogururumon can do that. Kenogururumon is also a hybrid so it can be searched up by Strabimon so keep that in mind when you are building your decks. Now we move to the level 5's and first up is yet another hybrid. B.O. Wolfmon costs 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve. It has 7,000 DP, and it's got two effects. Firstly, B.O. Wolfmon has Jamming. Now, regular listeners know that I love Jamming. Jamming means that your Digimon can't be deleted in battles against Security Digimon, letting you attack your opponent's security with impunity, knowing you're going to survive. B.O. Wolfmon also has Opponent's Turn, while this Digimon's Digivolution cards include a Digimon card with Hybrid in its form, or a blue tamer card, it can't be attacked. So not only can you attack knowing you won't be deleted in a security check, but if you've set up your Digivolutions correctly, B.O. Wolfmon can't be attacked either. It gets very hard to remove B.O. Wolfmon. Your opponent's going to have to use a Digimon effect or an option card to remove it. I think this is a really cool card although it kind of stalls out to a sufficiently sized blocker. I'm not really sure what deck this goes in. My first thought was Old Force Veedramon, because that will have plenty of tamers, but All Force actually prefers to keep them on the field to use its effect rather than digivolving them away. So if you have an idea of what deck Beowulfmon would be good in, please let me know, because I really do like the card and want to use it. Next up we have the confusingly named Marine Chimairamon. Why this isn't just Marine Chimeramon, I don't know, I haven't looked it up, but here we are, that's what it is. 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 7,000 DP, and an on-play effect which reads, You may return one of your other Digimon to its owner's hand to return one of your opponent's Digimon with no Digivolution cards to its owner's hand. Trash all of the Digivolution cards of your Digimon. I'm not a huge fan of this card in most decks because most cards your opponents are going to control with no Digivolution cards. Either you don't want to return them to their hand because they have powerful on-play effects or you don't want to spend 7 memory to remove them. It's cheap level 3s. Consider also 7 memory is a lot and that's almost always going to change the turnover so removing a block is no help because your opponent just replays the card on the next turn with all the memory you gave them. I think generally speaking, every Memory is too much to pay for this effect. I would rather just delete the Digimon somehow. However, all that said, there are some scenarios where I can see Marine Kai Myramon being good. In a dedicated Digivolution card trashing deck where none of your opponent's Digimon are going to have Digivolution cards, it's pretty good. Or if you don't mind so much about your opponent's Digimon, but you do want a way to return your own Digimon to your hand to replay their on-play effects maybe, or for Digivolution purposes. And this could also be a good deck card if you find... a good tech card if you find you're playing against lots of Mega Zoo decks. It sets your opponent's back a turn, and you're being given so much memory that you don't mind spending seven, and put putting a Digimon back into your own hand to replay later so you've got something to do with all the memory you're being given is really good. And finally, I did find this card to be quite good in the pre-release sealed format. It's much more common in that format for your opponent to have to hard play a big Digimon to get a board presence. And I can attest from having it done done it twice at my sealed event that responding to your opponent giving you 10 memory after hard playing a level 6. By playing your Marine Chimairamon bouncing their Digimon and then you get to replay the Digimon you bounce back to your hand. That's, well it's really cool. So definitely think about playing this in sealed our final blue level five is mac galgamon eight to play three to digivolve seven thousand dp it has a main and an inheritable effect mac galgamon's main effect reads main digiverse two return one of your opponent's level four or lower digimon to its owner's hand trash all digivolution cards of that digimon Now this doesn't specify a Digimon with no Digivolution cards, so its targets can be broader. And additionally, most of the blockers that are currently played are level 4s. And I think we're going to see that removing a blocker at will without spending memory is going to be a good effect. It lets you get past for damage. Being able to bounce a level 4 is nice because it also sets your opponent back memory. Bouncing a level 3 isn't always great because they Digivolve for free, but it's always going to cost your opponent memory to replay or Digivolve a level 4. Mac Galgamon's inheritable effect reads your turn. While you have a Tamer in play, this Digimon gets plus 2000 DP. I wasn't sure if Beowulfmon fit in All Force Veedramon, but I think Mac Galgamon definitely can based on this effect. It powers up your All Force Vedramon. Blue also tends to struggle in terms of just raw DP, so I can see this card having a home in many blue decks featuring Tamers, even off-color Tamers, since Mac Galgamon doesn't specify a color of Tamer, and overall... I think it's a solid card. Alright, now our first level 6 is Zeed 11 to play, 4 to digivolve, and with 12,000 DP. Zeed is another Digimon with a Digiburst effect. Zeed effect reads When digivolving, Digiburst to return one of your opponent's level 5 or lower Digimon to its owner's hand. Trash all Digivolution cards of that Digimon z becomes especially good if you get the chance to go first, since you're likely going to get to your level 6 before your opponent. Removing a level 5, even temporarily, is actually a big tempo shift. Your opponent has likely invested a few turns and lots of memory into getting their level 5 on the field, and putting it back in their hand can set them back. Overall, I like this card, I can see it being teched into decks as a supporting level 6, I just don't think it does enough to carry a deck as a win condition by itself. Next up we have Regalekismon, Regalekismon costs 11 to play, 3 to digivolve, it has 11,000 DP and it has when attacking, trash the bottom digivolution card of one of your opponents digimon. When you do, trigger draw 1 and gain 1 memory. This is a pretty nice card. It gives you consistent card draw and extra memory, while it also removes potentially troublesome inheritable effects. This could be a good top-end card for a Digivolution card-trashing deck, doing what that deck wants to do and giving you benefits for doing so. Regalekismon suffers from being on the weaker side for a level 6, but it's still a solid card. Next is a very exciting card, Mirage Galgamon. Mirage Galgamon costs 12 to play, 4 to Digibob. It has 12,000 DP and it's got two effects. Its first effect reads, When digivolving, gain one memory for every four cards in your opponent's hand. This is regularly going to gain you a memory back, so Mirage Gargamon functionally costs 3 memory most of the time. And if your opponent has 8 cards, something that's not uncommon, Mirage Gargamon will cost just 2 memory to Digivolve, which is an excellent rate for any level 6, especially for one with another effect. And Mirage Gargamon's second effect reads your turn. This Digimon is unblockable. There is a lot to be said for the guarantee of getting through for an attack, especially in the later game. Mirage Gargamon is likely going to be really cheap to get on the field, and then really hard for your opponent to stop. 12,000 DP means it will trade with most level 6s, making a counterattack unappealing. I think this is a really cool card, and people are going to have a lot of fun playing this. Finally, we have Ancient Garurumon. Ancient Garurumon costs twelve to play and five to Digivolve. Like Ch- Ancient Greymon, quite expensive for a level six. It has thirteen thousand DP and it has two effects. First, it has when attacking once per turn, you may unsuspend up to two of your Digimon with Garurumon in their names or hybrid in their forms. Now there are currently eleven Digimon cards in blue with Garurumon in their names. That's eleven potential targets for Ancient Garurumon's effect. Unfortunately, not many of these Garurumon are particularly strong in terms of DP, but some of them have very useful effects. Starter Deck Metal Garurumon can already unsuspend itself once per turn, so, together with Ancient Garurumon, you can attack with it three times in a turn. Metal Garurumon from Special Booster version 1.0 lets you play a level 4 or lower Digimon from its Digivolution cards as another Digimon without paying its memory cost when you attack, and that effect isn't dedica- designated as once per turn. So, with Ancient Garurumon, you can potentially get another two Digimon onto the field. Also of note is the Garurumon that came as a promo with Special Booster version 1.0, which has an inheritable effect, which reads When attacking, if this Digimon has Garurumon in its name, trigger draw one. Again, this isn't once per turn, so Ancient Garurumon should let you draw plenty of cards with this effect. Remember also, Ancient Garurumon can unsuspend itself with its own effect, so you'll always have at least one valid target. Ancient Garurumon's second effect is a blue version of Ancient Greymon's On Deletion effect. On Deletion, you may play one blue, level 4, or lower Digimon with Hybrid in its form from your hand without paying its memory cost. This is a nice contingency that lets you replace your Digimon if it is deleted protecting you against being set too far back by removal. And all in all, this is a very fun Digimon that could be interesting to build around, although I think it's a bit too specific to be too strong. The single blue tamer in the set is Thomas H. Norstein. Thomas costs three to play and has two effects. First, he has on play, trigger, draw one. This is a nice effect on a tamer, letting you replace it in your hand. Secondly, Thomas has Main. If your opponent has 8 or more cards in their hand, you may suspend this Tamer to unsuspend one of your Digimon with Gao in its name. I like this effect, although I do think it's somewhat limited by how conditional it is. There's only four potential targets to unsuspend, although Mirage Galgamon being unblockable is a tempting choice. And the fact that it only works if your opponent has eight cards in hand is not very dependable, but I think it'll happen more often than you think, so you're very likely going to want Thomas in your Mirage Galgamon deck. Just, you don't want him anywhere else. From tamers to option cards, first up is the excellently named I'll Drag You Into The Depths. This option card costs one and reads main. All of your Digimon gain your turn. When attacking an opponent's Digimon with no Digivolution cards, delete that Digimon for the turn. The potential to delete opposing Digimon in blue is very tempting. Blue struggles for any kind of permanent removal, so those words look really good on a blue card. While it might seem limited, I don't mind this effect at one memory. You'll always have the chance to play it on your turn and the potential to turn any of your Digimon into removal for your opponent's Digimon with no Digivolution cards is nice, especially because blue lets us remove Digivolution cards quite easily. I think this is a must include in the Digivolution card removal deck and it's potentially nice in sealed as well. Next up we have Aqua Viper. This option card costs three to play and it says Main, return one of your Digimon to your hand to return up to two of your opponent's level four or lower Digimon to their owner's hands. Trash all the Digivolution cards of those Digimon. I quite like this card. Getting a two for one is really nice and at three memory you'll often be able to play this card and still attack. Additionally, knowing that you are playing this card, you can include plenty of Digimon with on-play effects to reuse them after returning them to your hand with Aqua Viper. The security effect returns it to your hand rather than activating it, but I think that's actually a plus on this card. You want to control when you bounce your Digimon rather than being forced to do it when you're already under attack. Overall, I think this is a solid card. Finally we have Full Moon Blaster, this is a 5 cost option that says Main, return one of your opponent's level 5 or lower Digimon to their hand. If your opponent has 8 or more cards in their hand, instead return one of your opponent's level 5 or lower Digimon to the bottom of it's owner's deck. Trash! All the Digivolution cards of that Digimon. This is nice removal, reasonably costed, but what I really like about it is that it gets around nasty on-deletion effects with that second effect. Putting something on the bottom of a deck doesn't count as deletion, so this can actually be better in certain scenarios than just deleting a Digimon. Level 5 or lower is quite good for this sort of effect as well. A solid card to end on for blue. Our final colour for this, the first half of our Great Legend set review, is yellow. In this set, yellow has cards that care about having 3 or fewer security cards. To support this, Yellow also has multiple cards in this set that remove cards from your security stack for value, helping you get down to 3 more quickly. It's a really interesting niche to play in, and I'm excited to see the interesting things people will do with Yellow in Great Legend. Yellow's level 2 is Koromon. Koromon has, when attacking once per turn, if you have 3 or fewer security cards, One of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 1000 DP for the turn. This effect isn't bad, it helps you break DP ties, and with other DP reducing effects, this can sometimes be the final push to get a Digimon to zero. I'm just not sure that I would play this as a four of. I think I prefer this effect as a one-off to round out your Digitama deck. I don't know that this effect is good enough to want constant access to it, but I definitely wouldn't mind having one of it. Now Our first level 3 in yellow is Kudamon. Kudamon costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, has 2000 DP and has an on play effect that reads on play you may trash the top card of your security to have one of your opponent's Digimon get minus 2000 DP. This removes many level 2s which is nice but mainly you will want this to help you get to that magic 3 security to start getting access to your effects. The ability to potentially remove a Digimon is really nearly incidental. In a specific deck, I like this card. Next up is yet another Argumon Bushi Argumon. Bushi Argumon costs 5 to play, 0 to Digivolve, has 3000 DP, and is the first Digimon we're talking about with Rush. Unfortunately, the high play cost means we won't get to take advantage of Rush very option when we play it, but having the choice is nice, letting us punish our opponents immediately if they give us too much memory. And that's actually not even the end of it. If you can find a way to play this card to the field for a reduced cost or even for free, it becomes so much better. This goes in my old Magna Dramon deck from 1.0 for sure. Attack with Magna Dramon, they use its When Attacking effect to play Brushi to the field for free. And then Bushy Agabon can attack straight away. Or a level 6 Digivolt from the Anja card from 1.5, which gives that same Magna Dramon effect as an Inheritable, provided you have three or fewer security cards With these effects in yellow, I like Bushi Agumon a lot. Now our final level 3 is very probably the weirdest one we've seen so far, Lusamon. Lusamon costs 13 to play. You heard me right, 13 for a level 3. And it has no Digivolution cost. That's right, Lusamon cannot Digivolve from another Digimon. It does have 10,000 DP, which is the highest of any level 3 by a country mile, and it also has a few effects, which offset its insane cost. First, Lusamon has, while you have 10 or more cards in your trash, when playing this card from your hand, reduce its play cost by 8. So when you do hit that 10 card threshold, Lusamon will cost just 5 to play, which for 10,000 DP is a really good rate. Secondly, Lusamon has on play, recovery plus one. So not only do you get 10,000 DP, you also get to recover a security card, looking fairly good so far. Finally Lusamon has all turns, this Digimon can only digivolve into Digimon with Lusamon in their names. Now this is the only Lusamon card we have so far, so this is clearly the designers hinting at what's to come in the future. It's a shame we can't yet utilize that final effect, but I think this fits well in decks that want to attack quickly and trash their own security. And of course it fits in everything that I just mentioned for Burshiagumon because imagine playing this for free off of a when attacking effect. A very, very weird card, but really cool. Now for something a little more standard. For our first yellow level 4, we have Graumon. Graumon costs 4 to play and 2 to digivolve. It has 4000 TP and it has no main effect. It's an inheritable effect, however. Your turn. While you have 3 or fewer security cards... This Digimon gets plus 1000 DP. Yellow tends to have weaker high end Digimon, so any effect that gives you extra DP is welcome. And as we said earlier, Yellow has many cards in this set that ask you to remove cards from your own security so getting to 3 even if your opponent is intentionally not attacking you shouldn't be too difficult. I think this is a well costed level 4 and it fits in many decks just to fill out the level 4 slots. Finally. We have Meikumon. Meikumon costs 5 to play and 2 to digivolve and it has 4000 dp. Meikumon has, on play, if you have 3 or fewer security cards, one of your opponent's digimon gets minus 4000 dp for the turn. We know it isn't hard to get to 3 or fewer security and a 4000 dp reduction will delete most level 3s and around half of the currently available level 4s. That's a pretty good range of potential targets for Meekumon's effect. Paying 5 memory to put a body on board and remove an opponent's Digimon is a fairly good rate. Unfortunately, 5 memory will usually represent a whole turn so Meekumon's use against larger Digimon is limited since you won't often be able to play Meekumon to weaken a strong Digimon and then still have enough memory to attack that Digimon. But overall I like Mekumon, I think it still has a lot of utility. To the yellow level 5s now and first is Hippogriffomon, 6 to play, 3 to digibob and 6000 dp, Hippogriffomon has when attacking. If you have three or fewer security cards, one of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 3000 DP for the turn. This isn't bad, but 6000 DP is a bit on the weaker side for a level 5, so you won't get to activate this effect more than once very often, which is a shame. Because multiple activations is one of the main benefits of having an effect occur when attacking rather than when Digivolving or on play. That said, removing a level 3 and taking out a security isn't bad. It's just a shame that you have to get all the way to level 5 to do it and you're likely going to lose your Digimon either to the security battle or just to a counter-attack. I don't know that Hippogriffomon is necessarily bad, but I think it's safe to say it's not changing the meta. Next up is May Crackmon. This level 5 costs 7 to play and 3 to digivolve. It has 7,000 DP and it has an effect that reads opponent's turn. While you have 3 or fewer security cards, all of your security digimon get plus 4,000 DP. Now I like this effect. When you're behind, it beefs up your security digimon, helping to protect you. May Crackmon will buy you time, since your opponent will probably be unwilling to attack you until... They're assured of victory or otherwise they just risk losing Digimon for little benefit. I wish May Crackmon was a little stronger DP wise to take better advantage of stalling your opponent's attacks. But overall I think this is a serviceable card. Our last level 5 in yellow is War Graalmon. War Graalmon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve and it has 7000 DP. It has a main effect and an inheritable effect. War Graumon's main effect reads Main Digiverse 2, one of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 4000 DP for the turn. We already spoke about potential deletion targets for this with Meiku and having this effect in Digiverse is great because you can use this effect without paying memory. Keeping the turn and weakening a strong suspended Digimon on your opponent's side to be taken out by one of your comparatively weaker Digimon. War Graumon's inheritable effect reads your turn while you have 3 or fewer security cards. This Digimon gets plus 1000 DP. Now this could be redundancy for Graumon's effect, or it can stack with similar effects to give your level 6 a big DP buff. This effect also pairs very well with two of the yellow level 6's we're discussing today, so let's jump right into them. The first yellow level 6 we'll talk about is Razielmon. Razielmon costs 10 to play, which is kind of cheap for a level 6. 4 to Digivolve, it has 10,000 DP and has got 2 effects. Firstly, Razielmon has, when Digivolving, trigger recovery plus 2. This is a big recovery jump, it puts you from 3 back to 5 if need be. And the best part is that it's not reliant on having a small number of security like some versions of this effect. No matter how many security cards you currently have, Elmon's Digivolving effect will give you 2 more. I really like the idea of digivolving this on top of a hard played Magna Angemon from 1.0, which gives you one recovery plus one on play. But to be honest, this digivolving effect is really going to be terrible. Razielmon's second effect is where it gets really interesting though. It reads, at end of opponent's turn, trash the top card of your security stack. So, by playing Razielmon, you do put yourself on something of a timer since you're going to be losing a security card at the end of your opponent's turn every turn. But there's actually a few benefits to this, weirdly. It makes it really difficult for your opponent to keep you above 3 security, which is the threshold where many of your effects start being active. It also means you stand to lose very little by attacking recklessly with the weak Razielmon since its effect is hurting you rather than helping you. And it actually disincentivizes your opponent from blocking Razielmon, because the longer it lives, the more security you lose to its effect. Plus, thanks to Razielmon's recovery plus 2 effect, you have a bit of a buffer before the effect really starts putting you in danger. I think this is an odd card, but it's a fun one, and I just know that you are all going to come up with some great decks for this card. Next up is a level 6 that's probably something of a boogeyman in this set for those of us who are closely following the Japanese meta, War Greymon. WarGreymon costs 12 to play, 3 to digivolve, it has 11,000 dp and just one effect, but it is a really good one. WarGreymon's effect reads, When attacking, once per turn, you may add the top card of your security stack to your hand to unsuspend this Digimon and have one of your opponent's Digimon get minus 6,000 dp for the turn. Not only can you unsuspend this Digimon so that you can attack with it twice in one turn, which is a really powerful effect, but you can also then weaken or even delete an opposing Digimon. That's a lot. And the price of one security card every time we use this effect can seem steep at first glance. It's actually not that bad once we dive deeper, especially since we're putting it into our hand rather than just trashing it. First and foremost, yellow is the color of recovery. If we build our deck correctly, we should have more than enough spare security to feel comfortable using WarGreymon's effect multiple times. Not only that, but we've got ways in yellow to help us decide if using the effect is worth it. TK Takaishi, the yellow memory tamer from 1.0, lets us look at our whole security stack. So we have plenty of information when deciding whether or not to take the top card of our stack with War Greymon. Yellow also gives us Lopmon from 1.5, whose on-play effect lets us look at the top card of our security stack. So we don't even need to do any mental statistics. We know the card we're going to pick up with War Greymon. This card topped Japan's version of the Great Legend meta. This deck is very aggressive, and there's lots of elements in Great Legend that really let it shine. So at least in the early days of English Great Legend, this is the deck to be aware of, as anyone looking for what was best in the Japanese version is going to find this deck. That said, it actually also seems really fun to play. It's got some cool decision-making points, especially around when to use War Greymon's effect. Plus, that War Greymon art is just gorgeous. This is a really strong card, one to keep an eye out for. And our final yellow level 6 is Varrodurumon. Durumon. Durumon costs 13 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and has a pretty killer Digiburst effect. Main, Digiburst 3. All of your opponent's Digimon get minus 4,000 DP for the turn. This is very similar to Volcanic Dramon's on-play effect, which deletes all your opponent's Digimon with 4,000 DP or less. This will delete all your opponent's 4000 DP or less Digimon and weaken any larger Digimon ready to be attacked by Varaduramon. If you still have control of the turn obviously. 4000 DP is just enough that any Digimon currently in the game without a DP boost will be weakened enough to trade with Varaduramon. This is excellent removal. And the fact that you can drop Varaduramon and then hold up the effect until you need it is just gravy. That said, effects like Volcanic Drummond are great because they come out of nowhere, and Varaduramon lacks that. You need to have a Digivolution line from at least level 3 to have enough Digivolution cards to activate this Digiburst. Still the more I look at Varaduramon the more I like it. Not as a headliner of a deck necessarily, but definitely as a 1 or 2 of. If only Yellow had more Digiburst support. Now Yellow's one tamer from this set is Tai Kamiya. Tai is a 3 cost tamer with 2 effects. The first is your turn, while you have 3 or fewer security cards, all of your Digimon get plus 1000 DP. As I've said, yellow tends to struggle with having lower DP Digimon and Tai helps you to negate that. It gives your whole team a boost once you hit that 3 security threshold. Tai's second effect reads your turn. When an opponent's Digimon is deleted by dropping to 0 DP, you may suspend this Tamer to gain one memory. This is the main removal method in yellow, so you should be getting an extra memory from Tai fairly often. Either of these effects would be passable, but both together make Tai a pretty good Tamer overall, in my opinion. Alright, we're on the home stretch for this part of our set review. Now we're moving on to our last set of option cards. First up... Blinding Ray. Blinding Ray costs zero memory. It has no security effect, but it does have a pretty cool main effect, which reads main, trash the top card of your security, then gain two memory. Now, we've already talked about how trashing a security is not a big downside in yellow with all your recovery effects, and it can even be a plus if it helps you get to that magic three threshold. Adding two memory is a huge bonus as well. Hammer Spark is a blue staple, and from your hand, that just adds one memory. I think this card will be very popular in yellow, especially since even if you have no security, you can still activate it. It's a great clutch at the end of the game. And next yellow option card is Tactical Retreat. And you have to say it like that because it's got an exclamation mark. Tactical Retreat costs 1. Putting it in that realm of option cards, you can always play on your turn, then do something else. It has Main... Place one of your Digimon on top of your security stack face down, trash all of the Digivolution cards of that Digimon. This is a fun effect. It's handy in a pinch to protect yourself, adding another security, and depending on what Digimon you choose, could actually be really strong. I'm kind of imagining a deck with four copies of Tactical Retreat and four copies of Ankylamon, the yellow Digimon that plays itself from out of security. Tactical retreat also has a security effect which reads trigger recovery plus one so at worst it replaces itself in your security which is really fun. It also adds another layer of protection and it really slows down your opponent's game plan especially if they're trying to win on that turn and tactical retreat comes up stymieing them. Overall I really like this card the art is fun the name is fun the effects are fun it's fun plus very good in sealed. And now we come to the last card of the day, Purge Shine. Purge Shine costs four to play, and it has main. All of your opponent's Digimon get minus 3000 DP for the turn, and Purge Shine's security effect activates its main effect. This card is great against strategies where your opponent is trying to go wide with smaller Digimon, and even just weakening an opposing Digimon can be enough to dissuade an opponent from attacking with it when this comes up from your security. I don't think this card is fantastic, but it's passable, especially if you find yourself playing against certain go wide strategies over and over again. All right, that's the end of our Great Legend set review part one. Tune in next week when we tackle the green, purple, black, and white cards from the new set. You've heard enough from me, well and truly. Now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is which color are you most looking forward to playing from Great Legend? Red, blue, or yellow, tweet your answers at me or comment on the listener question post in the Facebook group. If you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, tweet at me at Connor efmG or email me at memorygagepodcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group Memorygage Podcast. I'm always so happy to hear from you listeners. New episodes come out each week so be sure to follow the memory gauge podcast on your podcast service of choice to stay up to date and don't forget to tune in to twitch.tv slash Connor EFMG on June 11th 7 p.m central us time for our great legend booster box opening thank you so much for listening this is the memory gauge logging out